Yeah, more Tennessee fans at Georgia spring game, I believe, than there were Florida fans at Florida spring game. We had more five stars in attendance on the sideline than Florida had fans in the stadium. Make love to the camera with his eyes. Nick Saban is is like a high school crush to an older teacher and just goo goo gaga all over the place with that camera because he will just thump you like a pop-up gopher at Chuck E. Cheese with a mallet. And is larger than the mallet at, at Chuck E. Cheese. You then said, let's try to put them in a position that they don't know anything about, which not so dissimilar to their current position, but less so, and see if they're good at it. You were like a little rodeo sideshow clown that ran out and I chuckled at. Let's put on our predicting robes. Do you have yours la- freshly laundered? Welcome to Talking Dogs. I'm Clint. And I'm Daniel. And we're two guys who love UGA sports. One of us is from the South. And one of us is from the West Coast. One of us is a lifelong Georgia fan. One is a more recent convert. But we both share a borderline obsessive, often ridiculous desire to see UGA succeed just like you do. This podcast is a place to talk about the dogs the way you would at a tailgate, in your backyard, or over a drink with your friends. Are we insiders? Nah. Do we have lofty recruiting connections? Nope. We are just two guys who love talking about the dogs. So let's talk. Hello and welcome to episode 60 of the Talking Dogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I'm Clint. 60 episodes, Clint. Well done. Kudos to you. Um, Well, we're here. We're back, as promised, to recap the G-Day extravaganza. Yeah. Uh, the ice the ice bowl as I believe it's come to be known. Apparently. Uh, what uh I'm not sure what kind of springtime weather we're having down there in Athens GA these days, but uh it did not appear to be great. Did we did we still lap Florida in our attendance though, Clint? That's the question I have for you. Did we uh, Daniel, I actually went back and I tried to find photos of Florida's spring game because we still don't know the actual number. But the number wow. given to us, we easily lapped. That was no problem. Uh, yeah, twice around the block, not yeah. even. That was easy to do. And I even think with the actual number, I still contend it was lower uh, than what Dan Mullins put out there. Uh, we we doubled, I think, what was happening at Florida's spring game. Um, Yeah, more Tennessee fans at Georgia's spring game, I believe, than there were Florida fans at Florida's spring game. Correct. So that... Um, that feels nice. We had more five stars in attendance on the sideline than Florida had fans in the stadium. Well, that's that's a hardly a fair that's hardly a fair fight. That is. Um, look, we have thoughts on G Day. Um, I'm sure you guys uh, had thoughts on G Day. Seemed to be a lot of chatter about the quarterback position, Clint. Lots, um, lots, and lots, lot and of, lots. A lot of people were excited to see the backup QBs play, and um, yeah, the, let's just start. Let's start there. The how did you feel about the backup QBs? Because um, I, I'm not gonna lie, seemed like there was a little bit of sour grapes going on, you know, with some, which I know was right in your wheelhouse it, with the uh, Justin Fields, Dewan Mathis comparisons. And how Mathis is is better, is twice the quarterback that Justin Fields ever was. Um, is that is that what you're prepared to say no, on the I'm, podcast today? I'm not prepared to say that. I, I think I'm instituting a self-imposed rule on myself 
the Justin Fields, uh, when when we make predictions down the road, we'll talk about uh, his tenure of two years at Ohio State. That'll be fantastic. We can do that down the road. Uh, but look, Justin Fields ain't here. Uh, if you want to talk about his spring game, uh, he didn't look good. Just an FYI to all who want to make comparisons. I think he completed I, four passes, Daniel. I had no idea because I, I wasn't yeah. even aware Ohio State the, played a spring game. This, no, this, not. this is what I mean. I found someone talking about it and comparing it. Look, let's talk about Dewan Mathis and let's talk about Setson Bennett. Um, and let's talk about them fairly for a moment, shall we? Okay. 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 They are two and three, QB two and QB three. And Daniel, if Stetson Bennett plays this year, or if Dewan Mathis plays this year, uh, will we be happy with the end result at the end of the year if they start multiple games for us at UGA this year? Listen, coming into the spring game, Clint, I would think I would have said no. But coming out of the spring game? Uh-huh. Just which, which multiple games, maybe, are we yeah. talking? Because, listen, do I think that with the exception of maybe two games on our schedule, do I think one of these two guys, there's enough talent around them that one of these two guys could manage their way to a win in all but you know, maybe a handful of games on the schedule? I absolutely do. Okay. Based on what I saw in the spring, uh, listen, I I loved it. I loved what I was looking at. And I, I went in, we were both on record as having said that we were not that even that excited about the backup quarterback conversation. Right. Because the backup quarterback position was, you know, irrelevant. It was just about who was going to develop and start next year. That's the only conversation that's worth having. That's it. Um, but these guys can play a little bit. Okay, they can ball. These guys, Stetson Bennett is just—he's just a, a a gamer grinder. He just wants to get out and just give him the ball and see what happens in his hand. Comp- just technique be damned. You know, let me roll up in the pocket. Let me hurl something down there and let me get fifty Look, yards. When he's when he stepped up. While getting hit, slipped between two yep. guys, and he hucked that seam route down the field and hit Landers in stride. Uh, I let out an audible gasp. Yeah, I really did. That was a throw. It was that, that was a that was a freaking throw. Stetson Bennett throw. showed me that I shouldn't be as worried as I once was about Jake Fromm needing to come out a couple of series to get his ankle retaped. You know, like if, if Stetson Bennett goes out there and Fromm comes to the sideline, gets taped up, and then goes back in, I'm not going to lose my mind as I once did. He showed me he's at least capable of, of improvising something and, and making a play or two. I'm, I'm thrilled let's, with him being here. Let's talk, let's talk about the other guy, uh, Dewan Mathis. What did you see out of, uh, of Dewan? Uh, I'll tell you two things that I saw instantaneously. One, dude can fly. Just... Dude can fly. Guys, got some wheels. He's not nearly as big and physical as Justin Fields. No, but the dude has got some wheels. Holy jeez, he, he can run. He can run. Okay, he can run a little bit. He That's looks what, like a gazelle out there. It looked effortless as he was running. And two, um, when when Maria Taylor was behind the the offense with Kirby doing that on field interview, which by the way, Kirby Smart just doesn't. He never shuts off 
no matter what no. is happening. ESPN said, hey, can we have an interview here? And Nick Saban would have taken time out to pause everything and forget that there's a game going on to to look at the make camera. Make love to the camera with his eyes. Correct. Golly. Make make love. That as... man cannot stop staring into the lens. He is. Uh, Nick uh. Saban is is like a high school crush to an older teacher and just goo goo gaga all over the place with that camera. If that high school crush only had one working hip, yeah. that would be the yeah. By the way, he he's out for like I don't know six months or whatever on his rehab, and nobody cares. Just so no, we're all fully aware, no one cares. No one, no cares. one cares. Um, but but Dewan Mathis, as Kirby was back there and Maria was talking, the second thing that stood out to me is Kirby Smart loves him some Dewan Mathis. It was evident. I think he's a fan. He's a big time he's fan. Right. He spoke very highly of him, and there was even Daniel. We're gonna get to this a little later. Uh, did you hear what Kirby said real quick? It was very quick about Dewan when he did that trick play. He said, mm-hmm. we might have to get him out at receiver a couple times. Oh, I heard it. Okay. I heard it. You heard that too? I heard it. Okay. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, uh, that was listen, exciting. Listen, Dewan Mathis' skill set was not on display because in the spring game, you don't hit the quarterbacks. No. Um, and listen, there were several times that Dewan Mathis was sacked, and I'm using... Heavy air quotes right here, yeah. where he was sacked, and there was no way that he was going. You know, it was like he was by a guy, and he reached out and touched the towel hanging off of his belt, and the refs blew it dead. Which good on the refs? That's what they're supposed to do in the spring game. This guy's got this guy's got a threat that mm-hmm. we didn't get to see in this game. So he was the quarterbacks were basically being made to be pocket passers and i think we can agree stetson bennett is the better pocket passer and it showed yes at g-day um dewan mathis has another skill set so i'll ask you this clint second quarter the game is 10 to 3 georgia vanderbilt okay the game's 10 to 3 it's in the it's early second quarter okay we've gotten off to a bit of a slow start rodrigo has hit a bomb and we had one explosive play, scored a touchdown. We gave a field goal. Um, Jake Fromm rolls an ankle. Okay. Who's who? Who's trying out there? Who's it's, the guy? It's got to be Stetson. It has to be Stetson. I, I, I think I agree. I think I agree. It has to be. He's he's got the more fam- the the familiar aspects of the playbook. Uh, his his um, appreciation from the other teammates. Man, I, I don't know what Stetson's doing in that locker room, but I'll tell you what, there are a handful of guys that would die for Stetson Bennett right now. They love that kid. Uh, yep. it, it has to be Stetson. He gives you more consistency in that scenario than Dewan yep. Mathis. Now, would I uh, love to see Dewan come in there and for a whole quarter it be just a a train wreck and then come in third quarter and Dewan like, show us what has made him who he is? I would actually love to see that, but it's got to be Stetson in that situation. Yeah, I don't think the kid's ready, and so no, I think he's not. It, I think it is. I think it is Stetson Bennett, um, and it's yeah, it's it, Stetson Bennett's got. He's a gunslinger, man. Ooh. He's gonna come in there and, and Matt Stafford some interceptions yes. when he's in that game. Yes, you know he, he is. Yes, like, he he's, will. Like he's throwing into triple coverage because he likes it. He likes the look. He don't care. He made the determination before the play. Looked over at. At your boy Landry, just pointed at him and said, 
<laughs> I'm throwing this way. <laughs> Coming to you. Uh, let's talk about, real quick, we don't need to belabor this point. Let's talk about the other quarterback uh-huh. uh, on the team, Jake Fromm. I'm going to say predictably at this point. Jake Fromm predictably looked aggressively average in this game. Looked like just an average as grits uh competent backup quarterback in the SEC. That's how he looked last spring game. That's how he looked this spring game. And uh, just give me just one word summary of your feelings. Are you concerned? Yawn. (laughs) No. I'm not concerned, guys. Stop. We're not concerned. Stop. Stop. That interception was a great play. He wrestled it out of the hands of the receiver. It was a great play for for one guy. Yeah. Yeah. But J.J., Hey, let's, hey, let's gr- how about grow a pair and hit the weight room, my, my man? Come on, because we can't. That can't be. No. That can't be happening. Uh, Stokes, good on you, brother, for wrestling it out. Look, it's spring game. Look, he had four yard comebacks that he was throwing all drive long, guys. That, that was that the was read the entire time. Yawn. Yep. Move on. I'm not worried. We're already moving on. All right, where, where are you taking us, Clint? You can go anywhere you want. Uh, uh, go anywhere you want. What stood out? Daniel, I want to talk about another guy, and um, gosh, I, I think I'm on record now. Three times I've needed the apology music to be busted out, I think. Hello. Hello. This is going to be uh, another time. This is number four. Executive producer, intern Michael, queue up. Could we queue up some formal apology music, please? Get that because... music going. Because um, here's why. Brian Harrion. I'm sorry, bro. Mm. Mm. Bro, I'm... He is. My bad, Brian. Hear him out. Hear him out. Okay, every time I said last year, you are just a nice jersey-wearing, sideline-warming guy. Every time Mm -hmm. I said, uh, you're a talentless hack. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. You... My man's an idiot. He doesn't know what he's talking about. I don't know what I'm talking about, Brian. Because, Daniel, this kid is going to wind up... Dare I say, Daniel... Dare I say, the definitive number two back on this team, and it and it not be a question of Cook and Zeus, and yes, they're exciting, but Brian Heron showed me something in spring game. He's going to get yards this season in bunches, Daniel. I, yeah, it's... Um... The angry running of Brian Heron is going to come home to roost, mm-hmm. I think, this year. Mm-hmm. And you're going to see... You're going to see some things. Um, that formal apology has been long overdue. Yeah, and it has I'm, been. I'm glad. I'm glad that it's finally out there. Um, I've been spoiled, Brian. Time. Here's my problem. I've been spoiled. Okay. It's my it's my yeah. own problem, not yours. It's and and you know what? I think I think Brian's gonna gonna show you that you're not gonna have to settle. No. This year, like no. it's gonna be. He, we're here to retain the level of running back play. Correct. Uh, man, did I love, um, while we're talking about running backs, mm-hmm. let's just, let's go down the list. Um, look, I, DeAndre Swift is elite, Clint. Did, did you see what he did to some men out there? <laughs> I think, was it, was it Lewis that he did that, uh, jump cut on? I didn't, I didn't catch the number, um, the license plate of the car that was in the ditch, <laughs> but um, the but the car was in the ditch, Clint. He, um, yeah, 
I thought I thought we were going to see the the medical cart come out and get somebody off the field after the ankle just got broken. Yeah. In the open field trying to bring down DeAndre Swift, man. He he is one of the most fun runners to watch when he puts that foot in the ground. It it never gets old. Never, never gets old. Gets old. And you want to say to defensive backs and linebackers coming up, you want to say don't you know he's going to put that foot outside and jump inside for another five yards and then burn past whoever comes up? You want to say, like, don't you see it coming? And without a doubt, Daniel, they, they don't see it coming. Well, here's the thing. If they if they try to anticipate it and jump inside, what do you think he's going to do? He's just going to turn on a fifth fifth gear and he's bite and he's just, he's gone. He's gone. Because he's got elite speed in addition to the moves and the quickness uh, that he possesses. DeAndre Swift is going to be fun to watch this year, and I think the we'll get to this later. Um, but I think the stable of running backs Ooh. is only going to help mm-hmm. DeAndre Swift. I think um, I think you're going to see some freshness to him and all of our backs this year. Uh, that that's going to be. It's going to be it's going to be fantastic to watch. Now uh, we know it's been well documented that uh, we don't dare talk about Mister Swift in any negative light whatsoever, mm. Um, mm. because he will just thump you like a pop up gopher at Chuck E. Cheese with a mallet. That's right, and that That's mallet right. is actually attached to his shoulder. It's his yeah. giant forearm and bicep combination, and is larger than the mallet at at Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, 100%. 100%. Considerably upgraded. Um, but did you, was it just me or did DeAndre look a little bigger this spring? Did he look, did he look a little bit more bulk than he had? DeAndre or Darren? Are we talking, well, who are we talking well, about? Both We're, of them. I, I was trying to figure it out the whole time. Both of them looked to be a, a little bit more bulky. Uh, off season, off, the off season yeah. program. Listen, DeAndre's been in the weight room. Darren's been at the GNC, getting, <laughs> getting, stocking up, stocking up on all the supplements. And he got, he just walked out with about ten of those big jugs under his arms sure. from the GNC. Uh, listen, it's it's the off season. It's the time to it's the time to take care of your body. Um, James Cook, I think we both, Clint, we, I mean, we said last episode we would both pick him as our as our breakout player of this year and um I don't think I don't think he left us much doubt. Nope. Nothing we saw in the spring game changed that. Um he looks bigger. Yes he does. Uh he looks like he's much more capable of running between the tackles. He looks like an every down back. 100%. Which now again is gonna give us four every down backs out there. There's where you can't game plan first down, second down, third down. Who's going to come in? What formation? Any formation, any down, any position of the field. We have four guys that can right. come in and play. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, let me get off the players for a second. We'll get back to some players that stood out. But um, let me talk for a minute about the broadcast. Oh, <laughs> the train wreck that was the broadcast. I. Can't, I I can't believe we've made it this far without I have I have two things to say and I have question where to start. I'm going to start here because it's something you've already brought up. How is it that a woman 
walking around on the field with a head coach who doesn't even want to be doing the interview? No. How is it that that is 1,000 times better than the three people who are paid to talk about the game? Why do we even have a booth at these things? Why not just let Maria walk around with a microphone and interview people? SEC Network, here's my, here's my proposition to you. Go to Maria Taylor, give her a blank check, and say... All the money. Here, I want you to stay with us forever. Here's a blank check. And how do you want to run the broadcast? Make her executive producer and broadcaster all at the same time. Because she is pure gold, people. She is... Listen. Awesome. Matt Stitchcomb, I love you, but... Bro. But... Bro. What, you got a little... You got a little... You got McElroyed in that broadcast. Oh, didn't you what ever. happened to you. But that you picture... You rolled up into a train... That picture of, of the, the, the Ring of Honor and the College Football Hall of Fame and talking about how much weight you lost and McElroy trying to clown you. Uh, you got dragged down, brother. Get out of that situation as soon as possible. And if I hear the phrase one more time, well... You know when I played, I, Daniel. No, no, I don't know when you played. I, Just, I no don't. No one cares about when you played. And when you played, it was awful, Greg. It was it was bad. So why <laughs> are you trying to compare something to what is good on the field to when you played? And this whole idea that he knows. Uh, did you, did you hear him liken this Georgia team to the uh, was it the 07 Bama team? Oh eight, yeah. Oh uh, eight, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the and saying, hey, this is you know here's here's what typically happens. Greg just like he saw a, a a coin get flipped heads, and he goes, well, I've seen this get flipped heads before. Next time it's heads, and I know without a doubt. Greg is it. Greg is such a try-hard bro, and it makes absolute sense because he comes from a try-hard head coach. Uh, Greg is the guy. Greg is the guy that like watched that one Oscar-winning movie, or he read that one critically acclaimed book. Yes. And so now, in every conversation that he has, he tries to compare it back to that one. Yes. You know, this is a lot like that scene in No Country for Old Men. Uh-huh. Uh, did you see that movie? You're like, what? Greg? What are we talking about? Greg, why? The movie the movie that came out in 2012? Is that what we're talking about now, Greg? Like, Yeah, you know, it's a lot like that scene where Daniel Day-Lewis was talking to that guy. And, like, he just wants... He just tries to work it in every conversation. Because it's all he's got. It's like, and, he, and he has it's it, like, literally scribbled on his hand, you know? Like, he's looking <laughs> at it. And he can't make it out quite as much because it's smudged. Uh, that's the type of person he is. It's the only piece of culture in his repertoire, and so he's trying to, yeah, he's trying to fit it into every nook and cranny. Um, gosh, just Kirby Smart standing behind the play, pre-diagnosing plays. That's that was gold, Clint. Gold. That was gold to listen to. I could have listened to that all day, and I know for Kirby's sake. He wouldn't have done that all day. He's got better things to do at his own practice no. than sit there and talk to me. But I, I hope uh, you're, I hope the second thing you're going to talk about is what I want to talk about, Danny. What's the second thing it, you're going to talk about? It is. Okay. It is. <laughs> okay, good. Um, ESPN has done a lot of awful things. <laughs> Can we agree? They they Can are we agree? they are the king of saying, well, uh, what do you want to do today, brother-in-law, that I hired. For no reason, and just saying yes, giving a absolute carte blanche yes to stupid ideas. They have. 
ESPN's done a lot of horrible things. They hired Stephen A. Smith. Uh, they that, extended the contract of Stephen A. Smith. That right there. Just start at the worst. Everything following not, fits in that category. Um, yeah, the their love affair with LeBron James. Oh, my gosh. Uh, just we could go on and on and on about the horrible things, the atrocities that ESPN's committed. There's nothing worse nope. that ESPN has ever done than introduce guest officials to a spring game. What? And it's <laughs> what am I watching? What is happening? Midway, it was so. So I had the I had the uh, the sound off for a good portion of the beginning of this game. And uh, then all of a sudden, I look over on the side and I go, wait, wait a second. He he looks familiar. Wait. It's Todd Blackledge. Oh, that's, oh, and I turn it up. And oh my gosh, if Todd in the booth wasn't bad enough, Todd mic'd up on the side. Like, look, ESPN, you have hired people who don't know what they're doing at their paid profession. You then said, mm-hmm. let's try to mm-hmm. put them in a position that they mm-hmm. don't know anything about, which not so dissimilar to their current position, but less so. And see if they're good at it. And it turns out, they bad. No, they're not good at it. Okay, Marty Smith, I used to think you were tolerable. No. I used to think you were amusing. You were like a little rodeo sideshow clown that ran out and I chuckled at. Uh, yes. What are, you, what are you doing, Marty? What are you, how'd you get roped into this, Marty? You're better than that, Marty. Listen, started Dusty, off as Dusty Dvorak. <laughs> yeah, Dusty Dvorak. I expect this from you. Okay, this is right up your alley. But Marty, man, come on, man. You you were almost you'd almost made it to reputability. Almost. You know what I'm saying? You were this close to the Tiger Woods interview that yeah. you've been wanting. Yeah. Like you were this close, and now you got to go be the ball spotter at the Georgia Spring game. Come on, man. I mean... God, it was hard to watch. It was, it was... impossible to watch. Uh, I think... Th- didn't they have Molly McGrath? Wasn't she also... Wasn't she a side judge? Yeah. Todd Blackledge, Molly yeah. McGrath. Um, our NASCAR bro, just not knowing a thing to do. And, and Kirby even saying, get a heart monitor on him because he's about to pass out. Like... Yeah. Kirby saying... <laughs> Kid's about to go. Looking at me like, what is happening right now? ESPN... I've seen a... I've seen a kid throw up from heat exhaustion a time or two. I know that that, that guy is about to go. He is. He's close. Chunk's about to blow, close. y'all. Uh, all right, enough about the broadcast team. Clint, uh, what other players stood out to you? Uh, Daniel, I'm, uh, he had a great play to wrestle the ball out, but how did you feel about Stokes' performance overall? Take out that, that one play just for a moment. What did you feel about Stokes overall in this game? Um, overall, listen, um, overall, I felt great about Stokes' performance, to be honest with you. I felt great about it. Uh, I thought he was, I thought he played well. Um, I thought, you know, he was in position. I thought he was making plays. I thought he had a nose in there on the ball several different times. Um, and I'm hesitant right now, but Mm -hmm. you know what? We have this podcast to give takes. Right, hot. So, is this should I should I cue up the hot take alert music? Should I should I get yeah. that going? Okay. I think you might want to. I think you might want to sound off the sirens. By the way, right here because I, I just want to say before this hot take, I may co-sign your hot take that you're about to do. You may, or you may, um, or we may get in a take fight 
right now. Oh, I love we it. We may just okay. we we may lay it down. We may be going toe to toe. Um, I I'm not going to throw you under the bus, but you were with me, Clint. I'm on record as having slept on DeAndre Baker. Correct. Okay. Before the season started, I said DeAndre Baker is no such thing as a lockdown corner. Yep. And I got burned. You did on that take. We both. That's did. that take was spicy in the wrong sort of way. That was like uh, Montezuma's revenge. Spicy is what you're saying. Guess what, Clint? Fool me once, okay? <laughs> Fool me once. Shame on you, or something like that. But but damn it, I'm doubling down on this take. Eric Stokes is no such thing as a lockdown corner. Everybody needs to stop it. Everybody needs to cool off on Eric Stokes right now because my man had a good spring game and he had moments of of playing good corner. Yep. Can you give him anything beyond that so far in his career? He's maybe made three great plays Correct. in his career. And if anything, last year you're going to say he averaged out to better than average. Sure. And he had moments of being pretty good. But that's that's it. Yes. And then he had a good spring game. Everybody just calm down. Listen, I, I, I think the secondary is strong because of its depth and because of uh, a lot of experience, especially in the back end. Um, but, but this guy is no DeAndre Baker. This guy is no, he is not going to be on anybody's Mount Rushmore of UGA corners. Everybody just calm down about all American. Just don't come at me with all American. Who? Who? Eric Stokes. I'm sorry. Come on now. Who was, was there an actual person coming at you with all American Stokes? Oh, did I not read Clint? Did I not hear? It was Clint. Who? Tell me. Who. No, it was. No, it was there. Listen, I don't. I'm not here to call out people on the podcast. That's exactly what we're here is, for, Daniel. This is all we this do. This is. A, this is a friend of the show. Okay. This this is a friend of the show. I would even you would might even say this is a person that's been on the show. No. Before. No. And he's out here talking about Eric Stokes being an All American. All right. Let me then. Then you know what we we need to. I, I'm. Our hot take is not going to be a face-off. Daniel, dare I say, you didn't go far enough in your hot take. Okay? Let me give you a hot take. Eric Stokes won't be starting at corner in game four of this season. That's my hot take. Oh, that's that's fantastic. I love that take. Okay? I don't I don't agree with it, that's but why I love it. Eric, love Eric Stokes is going to get rotation. He's going to come in. He's going to play some slot and some nickel and some dime, and and he's going to be a DB that we're going to count on in some in some good situations and some passing downs. But let me tell you this right now: the cornerback I'm more excited for, Stevenson. Wow, Tyreek Stevenson. You think Tyreek Stevenson's taking Eric Stokes' job by week four? I don't know if that will be the case. I don't know if how they're going to play out. I would say this. I would say at one of our two left and right cornerback I think Stevenson is going to be a staple at one of those by game four if that means uh that Stokes has to move to a different position to get playing time I have no idea so so yeah I I think by game four he has overtaken Stokes for starting job we've seen this before Daniel 
And I saw more excitement out of Stevenson than I did out of Stokes. Uh, I, I just got done saying, I, I don't think he has the speed and the physicality to match up every down with SEC wide receivers. Uh, I think he is a, a slower, less physical tackler than what we need. Uh, so he's going to be serviceable. But there, All right. there's my take. I may get burned like All I right. was last time. Clearly. All right, friends friends of the show, uh, this is episode 60. Mark it down. Uh, just mark it down. This is where we dug our hole. <sighs> and <sighs> we'll be if buried in it. Like, if I mean, we're so, both wrong number two in a row preseason, Daniel, it's going to be It's going to be tough. Yeah. It's going to be tough. Listen, I will say this from a man. Uh, there's, a, there's a big difference between um, Trey Blunt. Oh. And J.J. Holloman. Okay? So, those are the guys that Stevenson and Stokes were matched up against in G.D. I get it. Okay, so... I get it. Are we... Let's, let's be sure that we're we're clear that... Daniel, this is what this is what G.D. is all about. G.D. is all about overreaction. Okay? Okay. I did love when I saw out of our second string uh, red team corners, Stevenson and D.J. Daniel. I thought they both had great games. Yep. I thought they both showed me some things. Uh, so I am excited about them, uh, Daniel. What did go ahead? What did you? What did you? Uh, did you see anything about from my boy Nakobe? I did see. I did see some things. From, I saw that he got the start. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> um. So that was fun uh-huh. to see. Um. Just I just if if all these boys are out here starting. I just I don't know what to make of it. I don't. Well, yeah. uh, it's clear. I listen. I I don't think there could be more excitement around two freshman linebackers than what we've got right now. Can't be. There's just this is a this is a next level type. And so I'm gonna just I'm gonna keep trying to breathe into this bag, mm. and <laughs> I'm gonna keep trying to keep the keep the needle. Pointed somewhere in the in the in the yellow range. I'm gonna try not to let it get to the red, but um, but it's starting to spike this needle, Clint, mm-hmm. because there's some activity, some activity, a lot of movement. Let me let me talk about two guys that I saw um, in the backfield a lot, who who are not running backs, mm, right? Who sh- who um, shouldn't be there if everything goes according to plan for the offense. I saw Brenton Cox Hello. in the backfield a lot in this game. He was whipping the second team defense offensive line. Which, by the way, the second team offensive yeah. line that ain't no slouch. Yeah. Okay? FYI, don't compare them to anybody else. Compare them to starters on other teams if you have to compare them to if anything. A, yes, correct. If there was a if there was a, a, a epidemic of the flu and our entire first string offensive line got got. Was out. We'd be fine. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even blink. Nah. Uh, but Brenton Cox was whipping some boys, and Malik Herring as well. Yes, my, my, my man, Malik Herring, one of my picks to to break out this year and have a good year uh, on the defensive line. I think he's got. Um, this is his year to shine, and he he did show some things in the G Day game. He was in the backfield quite a bit. Uh, let's talk about somebody that I am a little worried about. We've been giving a lot of exaltation to some guys. Let me talk about somebody okay. I'm a little nervous for, based upon okay. G-Day. Uh, and that's Adam Anderson. 
Uh oh. Adam. Skinny legs, Adam. Yeah, that was one problem. Adam, I looked down and I thought, what's uh what's what's Otis Reese doing down on the D line? No, it's Oh no, Otis. Otis Reese outlefts Adam Anderson. Hundred percent he does. Hundred percent he does. Adam got pushed around quite a bit. Coming down into the fray, trying to loop in and stunt in, got pushed and washed out a couple of plays. And I wasn't excited to see that, Daniel. I didn't like that at all. No, nobody likes that. Um, it'll be interesting. Guys, guys, a, guys a pass rusher, he's a speed rusher, but gotta, feels like he just needs some, he needs some weight. He needs to he go needs with Brian, strength. get the loyalty card to GNC, and, and get hooked yes. up with all those 20 jugs and, and bottles and such. That's right. That's right. Um Pending that all and all those are NCAA approved, yeah. of course. I don't. I'm not We're, sure what GNC's selling these days. Hey, look, but we would <laughs> never, never tell a player to go get a supplement without first getting okayed by the training staff at UGA. That's right. Um, uh, I, I only have one more player to talk about, Clint. I don't know who else is left on your list, but I feel like we've saved. Uh-huh. We we kind of been sitting on we, something. We've been sitting, Daniel. Go ahead, Daniel. I, you haven't I asked hoping, for it. I was, no, I, I didn't do I it. I was yet. hoping you'd bring no. it up. I, this I was had to be you. you. Were gonna bring I'm going to make you double down on something. But Daniel, uh, the motion was not put forth. But let me put forth the motion. May you have the floor. Hmm. Uh, I second this. And Daniel, go ahead. Say what you need to say. Listen, Matt Landers had some drops. Okay, we we saw it. We were there. Okay, we know that some balls were thrown his way. We know he had some drops. But listen, you can't tell me that what you saw out of that kid doesn't show you that he has everything that it takes. Matt Landers has everything that it takes to play in the SEC. Uh, he, he's he got speed. He's got size. Um, he's got hands, I think. So, I, somewhere. Somewhere, <laughs> somewhere under there. There's, a, I think he might have accidentally put on... Uh, two of those of glove things that you use to take the hot food out of the oven. Yeah. I think instead of his wide receiver gloves, he might have actually put those on in the first half. But um, listen, he ran right by some fools yeah. in the secondary. Okay, and the guy's got he's got that AJ Green type body. He's a little on the thin Hello. side, but he's but he's six five and he's got all the speed in the world. He can go up and get the football. This is a kid that he's gonna play, and I and I think if he plays, look out. I'm just saying, look out. I I dare you, I dare you, okay, to be down on Matt Landers after this game. Look, I'm not gonna be down on Matt Landers after this game. I am gonna be cautious of mm-hmm. a wide receiver. Yeah, you, I know you, Mister Cautious over here, just Mister. <laughs> Mr. I like to tiptoe and make vanilla calls. Uh, look. That's you. Over here, Mr. Look. Mr. Play it safe. Look, first of all, I'm losing this bet in such a big way, people. It's not even funny. Oh, it's, it's the bet. No, you're down in flames. I'm down in flames. Tommy Bush, I don't know what happened, bro. I don't know if you aren't rooming with the guys you need to is room he with. The, is, he, is he even there? Is he in the portal That's yet? What I mean. Is he in the portal yet? Golly, Tommy. Tommy Bush is. Tommy Bush is. is is ripe for that portal. Okay. Daniel, I'm I'm going to ask you a question then. Okay. Come on now. Come on now. You you sound you sound very high on Matt Landers. Dare I say Daniel, 
Is this the excitement? Are you were you as this excited when you saw JJ last spring flash a little bit? And and were you as excited or more excited than that than you were towards towards JJ Holman last uh, year? Let me let me give you an answer, an honest answer. But then let me hear me out on my reasoning. I'm I'm much more excited about Matt Landers than I was about JJ, and that's because. Of the lack of depth in front of yeah. Matt Landers versus last year, when I knew we had four dudes who were going to be, yeah. you know, right there with, with JJ. That, that I didn't need JJ to be good. But dare I say, we need Matt Landers to be good. Okay. Okay. Well, then, Daniel, this this plays right into right into my <laughs> right into my thinking. I'm gonna go ahead. By all means, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and split the difference between a couple of guys last year on their touchdown receptions. I'm gonna ask you over under Matt Landers receiving touchdowns this year. Okay. Six. What's your number? Just for sake of of statistical analysis, last year. Ridley nine, Hardman seven, Holloman five, Swift three, Godwin three, Nada three. Give me the over yeah, you do. on Matt Landers. Give me the over <laughs> yeah, on do. Matt Landers, Tuds. Come on now, Matt Landers has got six. He's got six by which week? Uh, by going into the Auburn game, he's already sitting on six. Oh, okay. Oh, people. So listen, listen. Matt Landers might leave Nashville with two. Okay, so don't don't talk to me about six. <laughs> okay, I might I might hand him one personally in in uh, in uh, the Music City. Okay, let's not. Uh, Look, Matt Landers is going to be I'm good. A, I love it. I, Matt Landers is going to be good. I, I loved what, what I, saw. I saw. Absolutely. Um, besides just our bet, I'm thrilled that we may have another. JJ type receiver to play on the outside opposite of JJ and let some speedier guys in the middle who can go down and get some uh some dive balls some dig routes and let let's two beasts on the outside fly upfield uh and let from throw out to him I'm thrilled for it let's 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 end this episode um I love that I love that idea I got a couple over unders of my own yep Clint for you um Let's put on our predicting robes. Do you have yours freshly laundered? Freshly laundered. Uh, had I'm taking it out of the closet. It is protective wrap that was special order. Yeah. Um, Do we have predicting robes music? We, Can we ask executive producer Michael executive first? Executive producer Michael, please get us some predicting robe music. Michael, Michael, cue up that predicting Wait. robes music. Um, I got a few over-unders for you, Clint. Um, and the first one... I think I might I might have you think on. This might be a thinker for you. Okay. I'm gonna go over under three and a half players who rush for six hundred and fifty yards mm. this year. That's it. By the way, those are ex- two excellent numbers. Six fifty is an excellent number, Daniel. Yeah, I I I uh, used to work for Las Vegas. If I worked for Las Vegas, I would never be doing this podcast. No. I'd be just rolling in all my money then why aren't you doing that they know what yes i got stuck in the um in the interview phase of the, it's, i'm waiting for a callback waiting for the callback okay. 
Uh, all right, so let's get let's get two right out out of the gate. Um, DeAndre Swift. I'm going to give you an over under on his yardage total a little later, but that's easy. Brian Harry, okay. uh, I think, gets it done. Um, <laughs> which okay, man. Which hey, Brian Harrion, welcome, bro. Uh, you and I are on record as saying Cook is our breakout player. Now, between him and Zeus, um, I, I'm actually a little nervous that that Cook is going to be used more as a as a satellite piece, more as a, a check down receiver or getting out of the backfield. Um, I'm hoping he gets more rushes than that. But you're giving me three and a half players, six fifty yardage. That's correct, man. No, under. Three get there. Taking the I'm under. taking the under on that. Three get there. I don't think taking I don't think under. you get four there. Take give me the under. Yeah. That's a lot of rushing yards. That's a lot of rushing yards. That's a lot a lot of rushing yards. Let me let me just follow up real quick follow up to that before we get to yours. Point five players rush for eleven hundred yards. Uh, uh let me transition right into my over under, Daniel. DeAndre Swift, 1,200 yards rushing this year, over-under. Under. You say under. Under. Yeah, under. So you're not, you're not taking the bait that he's going to have more usage, more carries, work nope. to increase. You're not taking it. I don't know that we're going to have a 1,000-yard rusher this year. Clint. Oh. Oh. You're saying I, under 1,000 for DeAndre Swift. I would say I didn't, I didn't say that because I didn't have to. Well, I'm asking you now. But... I said I don't know if we're going to have a thousand yard rusher this year. I think there's a real chance that we might have four guys who rush for 900, 850, 700, and 550. Wow. Or something like that. I think there's a chance that we've got four dudes over, you know, five, six hundred yards. But maybe. None of them get to a thousand. Maybe one of them does. I don't know. Kirby likes to ride the hot hand. I, I know that, and so maybe one of them does. And surely you would think it would be DeAndre if one of them did. But uh, wow. But if I had to take twelve hundred yards, I'd go under okay. for DeAndre. Okay. I think he'll lead the team in rushing. No, right. I I do think he'll lead the team in rushing. Well, this just in. That's bold, Daniel. That's a bold prediction. <laughs> Cue up the hot take music. <laughs> no. No. Nope. Is that not? That's not called for. No, it's not called for. Oh, okay, man. how about this number, Daniel? Receiving okay. touchdowns for James Cook. Two and a half. Mm-hmm. Over. 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 Easy over? Uh, easy over. Okay. Average yards per receiving touchdown for James Cook. 35. <laughs> Absolutely. That's a, he, he is catching some screens and he gone. That's... He go. He's going to be on top plays a lot this year, a lot. Let me give you. Let me give you a number: ten and a half, Clint. Ten point five sacks from first year players. Oh, on this team. Total, total first year players: ten and a half. Ten and a half sacks. Over. Give me the over because first year player includes our boy Johnson. Uh, for us, mm-hmm. okay. So Johnson, Nolan Smith, Nolan Smith Nicobe Dean's going to get some play on, on some uh, junk time against some lesser schools. We're going to send him because he's all speed uh, all the time. Uh, first year players are going to get over ten and a half sacks this year. Absolutely. 
I hope you're right. I hope you're right. Ja- By the way, Johnson Johnson's going to lead this team in sacks this year. That's my prediction. I think I already made that prediction you- like three weeks oh. ago. But I mean, maybe I didn't. I, I thought it in my head at least. Well, if you said it, uh, I apologize for just jumping over your back th- to get the rebound I think, there. I just wanted to... I think I think Eric Stokes is going to lead this team in sacks <laughs> this year. <laughs> well, he better uh, because he's not playing corner. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh. We're screwed. We're screwed. We're screwed. Okay, uh, here's another one for you, Daniel. Touches not at quarterback for Dewan Mathis. Touches not lined up okay. at quarterback. Dewan okay. Mathis. Okay. 10. I have the... Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, that is that is all my savings on under. That's okay. Now, what if I included the the wild dog in that understanding? Would would that change anything for you? No. Okay. No. The number is one. He'll get one touch on a... Or maybe two or three in an effort to set up a trick play. Okay. This is it. That's it. He, they're not, we're not trotting him out there at receiver. We got freaking four and five star guys coming in playing receiver. We're going to put him at the wild dog. You're going to put him at the wild dog instead of James Cook. Is that what you're going to do? You're going to, you're going to say, Hey, James Cook, go sit on the bench. While we put Dewan Mathis in here at the, yeah. Okay. That'll be great. No, come on. <laughs> Kirby just I was trying to get you sucked into one. You didn't take the bait. <laughs> no, sir. The number is the number is under five. And that's easy. Uh speaking of people getting sucked in, Clint. Yeah. This is one. It's not this is not a this is a prediction, but it's not a prediction about what we're gonna see on the field. Oh. It's a prediction about what we're going to read on Twitter. Oh gosh. Okay. Oh, the, we're we're now predicting the likelihood of people on Twitter. Daniel, this is a sick game, and I love it. Give, give it to me. Yeah, this is exactly the game we were made to play. Yeah. Uh, all right, over, under. Two and a half. Okay? Weeks into the season, when you read on Twitter for the first time about someone needing to start ahead of Jake Fromm. Two and a half? Two and a half. Over, under... Two and a half weeks into the season is the first time you read on Twitter about someone, Stetson Bennett or Dewan Mathis, needing to start over Jake Fromm. Uh, now, I'm... now, this doesn't have to be a universal consensus on Twitter. It just has to be one idiot with a phone. Well, see, does one idiot on a phone include any fan base whatsoever? No. UGA no, fan mean, base. A, a Georgia okay, fan. A Georgia but fan. listen, uh, we, we, we're well, we are well on record saying that we idiots are not exclusive to other fan no, bases. No, we, we got we some. Are pop, we're we're populated. Yeah, we we as got well. some. Uh, if I know anything about life, Daniel, it's that Twitter is a machine that allows stupidity to foster itself exponentially. Mm-hmm. And so, under, I I, I yeah. bet there's somebody. T- Daniel, go check the Twitter feed right now. Somebody today has already made that statement. Never take the over when it comes to this kind of a bet. Nope. Never bet against people saying dumb things on Correct. Twitter. Never. That's a that's a great that's a great rule of thumb. Vegas has stopped by. taking that bet. They said no, we're not in that game. We're we're gonna be our shirts no, are gonna can't. be taken on that one. Yeah. Uh, 
Gosh, Daniel, I guarantee you, I want to. I want to go look right now to see if there is. No, such I'm a sure thing. there is. Of course, I'm there sure is. there is. That the Stetson Bennett fan club. Oh gosh. Um. Yeah. Well, Clint, uh, that's all I've got from uh, G Day. Anything else stood out to you? Anything else you feel the need to discuss uh, at this juncture? Just final two points in the secondary. Lewis, Lewis sign back there, as well as your boy, uh, Otis Reese. You see Otis pop somebody on the sideline, or the ball loose, coming down with it? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I saw that, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, they called that a completion, by the way. No. Did they? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. If you don't pay attention to what's happening in G-Day, like, there are some of the... Like, the officials do not care. I'm no. talking about the real officials. I'm not even talking about the idiots. I'm talking about the real officials. They're, they're just out there spotting the ball in random places, and it's... It's bizarre. Okay. Anyway, I did see Otis uh, and Lewis I, got some got some speed. Lewis got some him. speed. Lewis, get in the weight room and mm-hmm. bulk up a little bit, brother. Because next mm-hmm. year you got yourself. Next year we're gonna need. We're you. gonna need you, man. We're gonna need you. Go get in that weight room. Yeah. And I like what I saw from him. I'm, I'm a big fan. Yeah. Uh, and then here's yeah, my very final thing. Georgia is, is or, or Kirby Smart in Georgia recruiting is kind of like the Eye of Sauron in Lord of the Rings. You know. Okay. I'm ready for um, it. Let's go. Over he put his let's get weird. He put his gaze on Florida and said, "State of Florida, I'm going to take who I want from here." Okay, and then he put his gaze on the state of Alabama and said, "I'm going to take who I want from here." And then he went over to Texas and said, "I'm going to put my gaze on you. Welcome, Texas. I ain't I ain't discriminating. I I, no. I like you." And he plucked two guys from the state of Texas that were one time commits to other schools and said. Come on up to UGA. We got you in Athens. And I, by the way, yeah. Kirby, keep doing you, bro. Kirby, don't ever change. Don't change, Kirby. Don't ever change. And also, Clint, slow news week, but we made it through a whole show without longtime friend of the show, uh, Dan Mullen, saying anything stupid, I believe. Uh, well, Daniel, he's... He's on vacation right now. He did. He, yeah, you're he's right. not using this time to get better at all. As a matter of fact, he's just got a pad of yellow paper and just crumpled up on the ground around him, littered these ideas for trying to troll Kirby in the news conference leading up to the the cocktail party. He's trying his best. That's what he's spending his time doing. So he doesn't have time to be stupid in public. Yeah, he, that and just like. Sitting in a lawn chair somewhere, playing doodle jump, like in his front yard, something on his on his phone. Uh, can I say I, I don't even know what doodle jump is, Daniel. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a game from the like four years ago okay. from from your iPhone. It's, oh, yes. You should you should get into I, it now. It'd be a great thing to get into now. Buy buy low on that stock. <laughs> buy buy you buy real low. Um, so guys, if um. If you had, if you had Doodle Jump reference making an appearance at the uh, fifty to fifty-five minute uh, mark of the podcast, uh, kudos to you! Congratulations! Spend your earnings. Cash well. that ticket. Um, cash that ticket. It's been it's been well worth your wait. <laughs> you finally got it in. All right, Clint. We will be back um, next week. We've got plenty more to cover. Oh, yeah. It is the off season officially. But um, we got some fun summer plans yeah, we do. for the podcast. We will be back to discuss all things Georgia. Listen, off, the off season is just, it's hypothetical season. Oh. And 
I think I think you know we thrive. We thrive hypothetical on Bill. hypothetical stating things that are absolutely foolish and unfounded. This is our major in college. This is what we did well. It's really the only thing we're qualified for. So uh, here's a little uh, little little juicy take, maybe a little sneak preview. Uh, if you oh. if you have if you like murder mystery thriller type things, if you like the idea of wondering pontificating against crime. You may like a you may like a couple podcasts we got coming up in the future. Hmm. Just saying. That's that is a that is a that is a, a it's cryptic. It's a very there's a very cryptic preview. Very cryptic. I, they guarantee you there's no one listening to this that has any idea what in the hell you're talking no. about. <laughs> is that different from again, anything else we then, do? Yeah, I was gonna say that's sixty episodes now. <laughs> that's that's where we're at. All right, we will be back next week. We'll talk to you guys later. See ya.